A little history. Uh, we've been here, uh, Baruch Hashem, for about 10 years. So a lot of new faces, a lot of people who, who don't know us. So just a little background history. Uh, Yosef, more or less, I mean, uh, when he was about, uh, he started um, has started having his difficulties, little difficulties in yeshiva when he was in about uh, fifth or sixth grade. <coughs> and uh, yeshivas weren't happy with him. They wanted uh, him to... Uh, to be on, on, on uh, they said he's ADD and this and that and all the different different things. So he went through he went through a little journeys, and uh, about when he was sixteen, more or less, he stopped uh, stopped going to yeshiva uh, with the advice of one one rabbi. Said, "Take him. I have a uh, cafe. Take him into the cafe." This was about a couple weeks before Pesach. He'll see what hard work is, and he'll see how good it is to be in yeshiva, and he'll miss his friends, and uh, let's, let's have him have a break from yeshiva. All right, it's kachava, and Yosef more or less didn't want to go back. That was it. He was, he was happy with the... He went to Eretz Yisrael, and he different things. Yosef is not and never was a rebellious child, Baruch Hashem. And um, the situation in the house is not always like, like, like you know, everybody here has, because Pessy always was born into TP. Her whole Mahalach was TP. My Mahalach wasn't. My Mahalach was tough love and uh, rules. This is the way I was raised. And uh, so the situation in the house was not always very pleasant. There was a lot of arguing, butting heads, fighting. I gave him. I gave in to some. You know, I said, "Okay, fine. You don't have to be home till one o'clock in the morning." You know, gave him. Try. Okay, I'll give him a little until and. Uh, he uh, started uh, using uh, uh, different types of drugs, and unfortunately, he got addicted. One uh, one year of Pesach, just a little fun in his journey. He was driving upstate with my daughter, and uh, about two o'clock in the morning, and. Uh, he got pulled over. He wasn't driving erratic, but they, you know, they see young people in the car. They pull him over, and they smelled marijuana. They pulled him over. He got arrested, and Erev uh, Pesach, we bailed him out. And they put because he was Jewish, they put a tremendous. They put ten thousand dollar bail just to get him out. And uh, so Baruch Hashem, we got him out. And uh, but this was this was part of this was part of his journey. So that's just a short history of what uh, of what his journey was, his struggles. (laughs) 
we came to Avi because at one point he was 18. He wouldn't get out of bed. Very depressed. So that scared us, and we came to Avi, and uh, Pessy was in all the way, because this wasn't anything really new to her, different tactics and different things, what you call the bombing and things like that, these, are, these are, were innovations that she learned, everything was new to me. And uh, I'm built basically like men are on logic. If it made sense, then I was in also. And what Avi had to say, especially from the Chazanish and different things of, of that, which were called I, things I've never heard of in my life, wasn't the way we were raised. I was in full also. And from that point forward, more or less, the house got quiet, no more fighting, more fun, more loving. I saw it was brought down from Arab Tzadik HaKayin, Tzitka Tzadik, that children that are struggling are from very, very high neshamas. Very high halakha neshamas. And they're very super sensitive. And they have a harder time here in this island than a lot of us do. And when they struggle, they struggle a lot harder than regular, regular neshamas do. And we're all here on a journey To see how we interact with this gift. Rabbi Shalom gave us all gifts. Some one, some two, some three gifts. To see how we interact with these gifts that Rabbi Shalom gave us and how we can grow from what the gifts that Rabbi Shalom gave us, how we can grow. There's an expression, stop and smell the roses. So what is this expression coming to teach us? Apparently, most of us, especially me, we're always looking to what's next. When I was growing up, I was in high school, what was I looking forward to? Base medrash. When I got to base medrash, what was I looking forward to? I was looking forward to getting married, going to Kail. Got married, gone to Kail. What was I looking forward to? Having children. All right? Baruch Hashem, I had children. I was looking forward to having grandchildren, retiring. Never did I stop 
for a minute even to think of and to appreciate of what I have. Just always anticipating, looking forward to the next thing, to the next thing. What's next? What's next? What's next? We're all here on a journey, and like the expression says, we don't stop to smell the roses. I only realized this when I lost my gift. And it was a great gift. The ten years I got with my Yosef, which I would not have had if not for Avi and his TP Mahalach. Ten years of no more butting heads, no more arguments. Ten years of relearning how to love my Yosef. Ten years of developing a loving and super close connection with my Yosef. This is the gift that Avi and TP gave me and my wife and my children. I can't tell you how many times we've sat here and we heard, we've, we've heard us all talk about the small gains that we make with our children. From allowing us to give them gifts, hugging them, taking them on trips, talking to us, smiling, all these little gains that we've made, coming out of their rooms, not being angry all of the time. These small gains we've achieved are all because we followed the advice and the direction Avi gave us and has continued giving us. However, after we share these achievements, there was always a question that always came out next. Always, They always asked Avi, when is this journey going to end? When will he or she start acting normal? When will he and she start dressing normal? When will he and she start looking like me? When will my children? What's they're not? What's it going? When's it going to be? When am I going to have my nachas? When am I going to have what I wanted? We keep looking to the future. We don't look at the present. We don't see what we have now. We can't enjoy the gift that we have now. Those little gains, the fact that he came out of his room, the fact that he lets me hug him, the fact that he comes with us, the fact that he smiles. He's not arguing anymore, angry anymore. We don't appreciate that more anymore. We're just thinking about what's going to be next. When's, when she can stop wearing dresses that, that aren't sneers. We're not stopping and smelling the roses. And furthermore, what future are we anticipating? 
one that looks like us, that's the anticipation, that's what we're looking for. We're waiting for that future. Not the, not the future of what our gift wants. That type of anticipation and pressure, the tremendous pressure, we don't even realize because we're asking these questions. If we're asking these questions, that's how we really feel. That's what we really want. And our gift and our children, they know that. They feel it. So it's pressure on them. But if you think about it, what got us in the situation in the first place? It is our anticipation and, and our wants and our needs that we're projecting onto our children. We're not stopping to listen to what they need, to what, to, 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 to what they want. We're not seeing them. If we, can, if we keep living in the future and not in the present, we miss the point of TP and what Avi's trying to teach us. I want to end give everybody a little bracha that Mesh Hashem, they should see and appreciate and stop and smell the roses of their gifts. Amen. 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 Amen.